Welcome to the Making a Runner podcast. I'm your host, Nick, a running specialist, biokineticist, and coach. And I'm your co-host, Davey, aka Davey on the Run, a running enthusiast, influencer, and marathoner, and I love everything about running. As passionate runners, we look to use our knowledge and draw on past experiences to provide you with cutting-edge science and insightful information. We are going to be unpacking the fascinating topic of running with all-stars, subject matter experts, and everyday enthusiasts to not only help you improve your running, but also ensure that you experience maximum joy with every step that lies ahead in your journey, wherever that may take you. This is how runners are made. It's how runners are made, baby. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Kijima. Kijima. Yeah. It's Kijumanji. Kijima. It means run. to run. Yeah. It's been just really amazing to work with an organization that really shares the same heart as us, which is to really empower the whole person. It's not just about the running. And that must be that must feel nice for, for Coach Beckham to see someone that he has coached become the young coach and now coach someone else. That must feel very fulfilling for you. Yeah, 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 it is. Because you know what Miss Lindy taught us is that you need to be like a channel. Yes. Yeah, whatever that you receive, you need to be able to, to give to it, pass it yeah, on. to pass it on. Because the word passion means willing to die for, literally. So oh. if you're passionate about something, it's, it, demands, it demands all your life, really. It is hard to say. No I think limit. maybe this is going to be the elude, keep choke of the mountains. You reckon? Yeah, you got it. I think you so, heard yeah. it here first. Before we begin today, Making a Runner was born out of a passion for running, but we wouldn't be able to bring you these awesome conversations without the support of our sponsors. I know that the day-to-day running of my online coaching business or Davies' social media presence would not be possible without high-quality internet. Cool Ideas is a fantastic internet service provider offering ISP solutions throughout South Africa. They have been voted number one internet service provider for the last two years running and they are ready to provide you with a high-speed, unthrottled and uncapped internet connection. Just like us, providing you fantastic running knowledge, Cool Ideas pride themselves in providing the best customer support and that's why they hold the My Broadband title for best customer services. I strongly recommend taking a look at their website, that's www.coolideas.ca and check coverage for your area. So guys, we are here with the Live to Run Foundation, or the Live Foundation, Live to Run Running Club. Um, We've got Coach Beckham and Sinovuyo. Very excited to have you guys here with us today, you know, making a runner against all odds that's what i want to chat about today and i think you guys are the right people to to talk to um obviously we want to get into your backgrounds we want to we want to find out about more for our listeners to get an idea of you as an individual and also the the community that you run with and your goals and aspirations going forward in studio today we also have lindy from uh, she's she's the founder of the live to run club and um, we're going to chat to her a little bit about the community element of it and the hardships that our runners go through to to become elite level runners in this country that's so full of talent. So I want to just start off with Sinovuyo, who... The mountain bullet. The mountain bullet. I love that. that. <laughs> maybe, maybe you can tell us why. Why are you, why are you the mountain bullet? Sure. Uh, <laughs> 
Oh, they would call me the mountain bullets uh, because they they say I'm the strongest in the mountains. Pretty self-explanatory. So, uh, what what would that make you, Davy? I reckon you the mountain BB gun, <laughs> <laughs> the mountain water pistol, <laughs> weak weak mountain. <laughs> so, bullets. Tell us a little bit about your running past. Um, where where did you start? Where did you find the the deep love for running? Oh, I started running when I was still at school. Uh, it's where I would say like, I started like feeling in love with running when I was still like in younger grade. Mm-hmm. It's when like when I was like out of school when I feel like I was like oh okay I, I finished school now so what am I gonna do now like I, I'm not gonna do running anymore. And then it's when I like meet to live to run. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's where they found me when I was like. No so, more running. So they came in at the perfect time. Yeah, it was just yeah. meant to be. Yeah. Sort of like when Davey's about to <laughs> give up. You. <laughs> sort of like when I found you. <laughs> no. yeah. This weekend, Davey got lost on one of our runs and he was about to give up. I thought he was never going to come back. I thought he was going to be lost in Clue forever. I was. <laughs> I was going to have to send out a search party. <laughs> I was saved by Marathon Match. He came through. So, you know, it's amazing how life puts things in your way at the time where you need the most, even when, you, when you're not looking for them. Yeah. So from what I've seen uh, through the Gajima documentary, and I want to give it a shout because that's extremely inspirational and uh, it's if easy to find for anyone on YouTube. And I'm sure we can put a link of it after the conversation on our podcast as well. Um, you had a bit of a hardship growing up as well. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit of, about that before, before the running? Yeah, uh, I would say uh, growing up, it wasn't easy. Yeah, it wasn't easy, like, if you, even at home, my mom wasn't working. So it wasn't, like, easy for us to get something to eat. And uh, we have to, like, find something to eat, even, like, some some of the days there will be no food sure. at home. So yeah. uh, even at school, there were sometimes in and out of school because of, like, the school fees. My mom couldn't, like, pay school fees because he, he wasn't working and... You know, me and my sisters wasn't like having like certificates of birth because my mom wasn't having an ID. Mm. So it was in and out of school. So, so you basically didn't exist. So it was like I wasn't existing. <laughs> and and how, how does that, you know, affect you mentally? Obviously, I mean, finding one's identity and all of that, you know, knowing who you are, but also, I mean, in Kijima, you said it's like you didn't, didn't even exist. Uh, eh, I mean, it was bad. It was really bad. Uh, I couldn't even like uh, when I'm like with uh, another children, I couldn't like feel like I'm I'm existing because when it's like I I am the person like in, to engage with people. So yeah. in some of the time I would feel like I'm I'm not a person <laughs> with these people. I'm just another thing. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. So I mean, and and then also, I, so I learned something very interesting in um, in the podcast was I think it was at the end when it goes in in Zulu you say Sabona. Which means I see you, I acknowledge you, you are important. Um, I, I didn't even know that, so that was actually a little beautiful insight. But yeah, it's, it must have been very difficult for you, obviously, just just you know having that lack of identity. But then, would you say you know during your your hardship and and everything that you went through, running was sort of what led you to a brighter future, what kept you motivated, or, or gave you that purpose in life? I would say running uh, it kept me like. It kept me growing because when I'm running, it's, like, it's where I feel like yeah, yeah, I am a human being. It's mm-hmm. where even I have a stress. When it's, it's where it's reduced to like to feel like okay, 
Well, I, I'm good when I'm like I'm running. I I feel I feel myself again. I get goosebumps when he says yeah. that because I mean, <laughs> so many people. I mean, we've interviewed and spoke with a few people, elite athletes. You know, who you kind of chat to them and and you get like a different side of running. You know, with the elite athletes, who some of them run. You know, more for a living and and it's it's you know. I mean, Nick and I love running. I love running. You know, it it. it makes me feel how you feel i believe it gives you you know that sense of purpose makes you feel alive it it really is for me the best feeling in the world so it's really nice to hear that obviously you also really just love running and you're flipping good at it so that's <laughs> but i think the the important take home there is that it's the great lever doesn't matter where you come from yeah. Yeah. what you've done with your life where you're going with your life who you are who you have been who your parents were uh, what your growing background was. When you're on the road, you're on the road. When you're running with the people that you're running with, it's you, the road, and the people that you're running with. That's yeah. that's the beauty about it. So it sure. uh, kind of cancels out any disadvantages that people may have had in getting to to that level. And, you know, that's where I'd like to bring Beckham into the conversation here a little mm. bit. From your side of it, in terms of the coaching element of it, you must you must see this on a day-to-day basis where you're getting guys like Sinavuyo, coming through not knowing their, their true potential and sort of finding a home within that community. Yeah. Uh, I'd say uh, this guy next to Misnovui has inspired a lot of people. And I think it's not only him that has got this background, but I think all those people that are looking up to him, I think now they can see that things are happening, things are possible, you know, looking at Snovuyo's movie and the way that he, he grew up. So, yeah. Because in life, they, they, they are worse situations and mm-hmm. they are, I'd say, lighter situations mm-hmm. than worse. So there are people who are like at situations but not worse as we as Novios, I would put it that way. Yeah. Not as bad as Novios. So now it has enlightened them that, okay, yeah, life is possible. There are opportunities if you just stick to what you love and what you want. I think you can go further in life. No, yeah. for sure. That's, that's an amazing take-home point. And I think, like you say, so many people can, can learn from that. And I mean, yeah. you, didn't, you haven't quite gotten into one of the reasons why, you know, your, your upbringing was so difficult, but you do mention it in, in the documentary. I mean, you lost, you lost your father when you were a very young boy. And then you also ended up losing your mother when you were just a teenager. Yeah. And then your your uncle essentially not 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 your biological uncle, mm. but you know took you in and allowed you and sort of to to thrive into what you wanted to do with with your life, sure. which had a massive element of running. Am I am I correct? And where I'm going with this. Yes, 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 you are very good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so this is all in the movie, guys. I'm not just... Uh, <laughs> but, so I do recommend watching it. But it is it is quite an incredible story of this tenacity and what it has brought you in. What was incredible is obviously you went and ran the Otter, the Otter African mm. Trail Run, which is, is a beautiful race. I was actually telling Sinewuyo Ofe how I would like to do it one day. And, you know, it's an extremely difficult race. I thought, we didn't, I thought oh. we didn't have mountains around us to race, but these guys tell me that there the, the are the mountains. Um, we, we won't quite share the details on air, so otherwise you might get a lot of people coming to your mountains <laughs> to take your, 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 your routes. But... How did the training for that go? How was that all experience with Ryan? Can you can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, the experience with Ryan, it's uh, it's was incredible, man. He's just the amazing guys, amazing guys to meet. He's an amazing guy to to give the information. Mm-hmm. Uh, to meet Ryan said it was it was good for me. It says make me grow 
in pace of running uh, because since I met him, I've been like growing in my in my, my running, even like in my achieving goals, I've been like achieving some some like, some races because he's been like helping me with, like yeah. helping with the with the program. How to when you like when you are close to to the race, how to like to shift your shift your mind. Yeah, it's, it's that experience. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, a guy like him is is so deeply experienced in yeah. anything trail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, coach, w- can you tell us a bit about your background in terms of where you come from, and you know, I know I know doing the stuff that we worked on today. So for for those listening, we we did a little bit of like a gait analysis. We did mm-hmm. a bit of a greet and meet. We went yeah. over a couple of drills. So that, that was quite a lot of fun. Yeah, and was, and we got was. to see Beckham's uh, past of uh, being a track athlete and star <laughs> coming to haunt him a little bit with the, uh-huh. his long distance <laughs> running. Um, so tell us a little bit about your background before we we continue with that conversation, Sinubuyo. Just you know, where did that all start? When did you say Coaching is something that I love to do. And how did you get into the position that you're in now? I just have to ask quickly. We know Mountain Bullet. And please elaborate, Coach Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, uh, I'll get into that. As, okay, there you Because I'm dying to know. If we're all just brushing over <laughs> Coach, Coach Hopefully Beckham. Hopefully you can bend it like Beckham yes. in the top corner. That's what I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think what got me into into this athletics industry. Uh, I was, before then, I was playing soccer. Yeah, I was playing soccer uh, a while ago while I was living in rural areas. So after that, and I came to Peter Marisbeck, and that's when I, like, stepped, before before going to soccer, I, I, I ran, yeah. I ran, I was a kid, but it did not mean too much to me because uh, the background of where I was coming from, there were, like, more soccer players than mm-hmm. runners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but, that changed. It was like overnight. They changed. So some some like massive runners because of the Comrades Marathon. Yes. So yeah, there were like many runners in the community. And then when I switched over to PMB, there were more places to train because in rural areas you can only train on the road and it's not much safe. So when I came to PMB, that's when I started being involved more into athletics. Yeah, and then um, but while I was also playing football at that time. I was playing for a team called uh, Real Kings. It was okay. playing on the uh, uh, second division. So I twisted my ankle there. But ah. then, yeah. And then when I healed from that one, I decided, you know what, because I never got the support that uh, I, I wanted when I was, when I was uh, injured. injured. Yeah. So I couldn't, I couldn't uh, go back again. So I started running in 2009 up until 2016. So I've been making the Kedren team and yeah, obtaining some medals. In the you SA were games. saying 400 meter, 800 yes, meter. Yes, I was a specialist at 400 meters okay. and 800 meters. Uh, yeah. So after that, you know, before I got a coach, I was training all by myself and my other friends. So now there was an opportunity for me to go and do the coaching course. My, my coach at that time uh, provided an opportunity for us, mm-hmm. all uh, athletes. Not all of us went there, but because I knew the feeling of not having a coach, but you having a talent and a capability to run. So I said, you know what, it's, it's okay. I can give up my career on running and then I can maybe do the coaching course and then help all the athletes, the young ones that mm-hmm. do not have coaches so that they can go and reach the higher stage the the one that I, I never got to. Yeah. I think that could have reflected my goal as well because I always wanted to run, like to be an elite runner, mm. you know. So now 
a grooming a, a child to be an elite runner is is is, is what like I'm, I'm looking forward to do yeah, yeah, in every way it's it's incredible you know because i think as as an athlete we all are born with a predetermined level of ability you know yeah, we can yeah. we and we've spoken about this in some of our other podcasts and you know you can you can train really hard and push a little bit past that ability and become really good at what you can do but mm. you're always going to be predetermined i mean you're never going to be able to run a two hour a two hour marathon yeah, if you, yeah, your yeah. best marathon today is a three hour marathon yeah. it's just yeah, not yeah. in your genes but that's the beauty of you know what you've done is you've realized that you've realized where your limitations were but yeah. also how much you had to give to the people around you yeah. and in in going and doing the extra education and becoming a coach obviously you get to empower so many individuals and i think that's where obviously where you come in with the live to run club tell us before we we move on with the story coach beckham is that related to the the, the free kick ability or or, or Oh, tell us. Yes, <laughs> it is, eh? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Yes, so you yes. still try bend uh, bend a few on that field at uh, at live or not not so much anymore. Uh, yeah, I still do sometimes whenever okay. we have like spare time. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. We hear the story a lot, eh? Coming back, coming from soccer, prodigal was the same thing. Yeah. Also, soccer got injured, even then went he, into running. Even you, even, even you, even me. Yeah, even I you. got injured. Nick stopped playing soccer. I think he was a soccer player before, and then, and then I went <laughs> into running. It's amazing. Did you play soccer, Sinewio? Uh, I did a little bit of school, but uh, uh, so it wasn't my thing. You were always more of a runner, <laughs> eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Running was always I more I was neither thing. a soccer player or a runner. So yeah. uh, Davy was a goalkeeper. I was a goalkeeper. He was the guy that you put in goals because you don't want him anywhere <laughs> else <laughs> in the field. <laughs> That's a lie. Those guys are very important. They're yeah, important. Yeah, they make you. up the numbers. They're the last defense of the team. Sinobuyo. <laughs> 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 to go back to the the Otter Trail, yeah. um, so you obviously got a lot of mentorship from Ryan Sands, yeah. and he was obviously there on the day that you ran your yeah. race as well. Tell us a little bit about the race. Maybe there's some of our listeners that would like to do would, the Otter Trail. I would like to know where you placed, but just out of curiosity because I didn't see that. Oh, I like uh, I end up like twenty. Twenty, amazing. Yeah, I end up like. Well, and that was your first competitive. Yeah, it was my first, like, biggest race, yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, and that's yeah. a very competitive field. Yeah. What, where, uh, when did uh, where did Ryan come in that? Uh, he, came, second. he came second, yeah. Okay. And and your experience of the day? You say you're going back there now. You, you're training for it again. You want to go back. But how was that first one? What could have gone better? What did you love about it? Did you like running on the beach? Uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody likes running on the beach. <laughs> Uh, I would say for me because like I always love love, love nature. Uh, like so, Otsa is a very incredible race. It's it's beautiful uh, running there. Mm. So when you finish it, it's like you wanna do it again. <laughs> <laughs> for anybody that's um, listening and doesn't know Otsa, how far is that race? Uh, it's Otsa. It's a forty-two race. Forty-two kilometers. Yeah, forty-two kilometers. Okay, but it's a grueling forty-two. Grueling yeah. forty-two. Up and yeah. up. I've, I've and heard up. it's one of the hardest trail races. Yeah. Well, yeah. in that distance, uh, is that just because of the the terrain? Lots yeah. of lots of like rocks and yeah, sand yeah, and yeah, loose gravel. Because uh, I mean, there's stairs. the one clip of you jumping over rock and rock and rock. That doesn't yeah. look very. And Easy. the river crossings. River well. crossings. Yeah, it's, I, it's we love technical. a river crossing. Hey, <laughs> Davy cannot cross a river, guys. This yeah. guy. 
he, his coordination levels are not not great. So you know, you saw where in that clip where you were hitting the rocks, you were going up and over. This guy would have been in the water a really long time. I can tell you. No, I man. Like <laughs> if, if you if you can train for it, you can do it. Yeah. How, do you, how do you train for a river crossing? Tell us. <laughs> You need to like learn to cross the river. <laughs> 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 that, that, that's the thing. Straight, straight. straight. There's nowhere on. There's nowhere I'll cross the river. Okay. <laughs> so did you did you do some river crossing trainings? Uh, let me uh, let me ask you this: Did Ryan teach you how to cross a river? No, he like oh, on on like he didn't teach me. Yeah, he forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He didn't teach me, but he he, he took me from the start to the finish. Like the how how's water like? So uh-huh. if you like you train for otter, you have to be specific for for otter. You have to to have in your training. You have to like rocky run, stairs, yeah, river crossing, all of those things. You have to so be, have to be there on on your training program. So he did prepare you. He for told him about it. Yeah. Told me about Disclaimer: might be a few rivers. So now, how how is the preparation for this the the otter this year going for you? For this year, we haven't like started, but like okay. um, we're gonna like. I don't know when when coach is gonna start it, but hey, I can coach. Put, I can yeah, you're looking at coach Beckham over here. <laughs> Just to jump in in there, yeah, we haven't like starting being specific okay. to water, yeah. yeah, because we because there's that time when yeah. athletes peaks, so there's we don't still want time. To, yeah, there's still time. Uh, when is otter? Uh, it's on the 9th of on the ninth of October. Oh, you got time? Yeah, yeah. So we still got a bit of time. Yeah, but you but you feeling you feeling fit, yeah. Mister Bullet? <laughs> Uh, I will say, yeah, I'm fit for now, but I don't think I'm fit for Otter. Okay. Otter is like, it's a... a Different big, kind a, of fitness. Yeah, I mean, like... Well, you know, if you're doing any of those long training runs with some river crossings, you must just give, me, g- give yeah. us a shot and we'll bring Davey <laughs> and we'll make him cross the river and then you can have some entertainment for the day as well, okay? Sure. <laughs> well, we'll, you must take us on some of those uh, those routes by Deadway, okay? Okay. That I look, I look yeah. forward to it. And, yeah, and we Tom, will. Because uh, we, we usually stay at our training program, I mean, our yeah, our training according to the goal race. Yes. And in between, we have like build-up races. So so what other races have you done? I, I saw that you did UTD. Yes, yes, we did oh, UTD. Really? And we did... Uh, yeah. We started doing by DNC. DNC, yeah. yes. And how, I saw, how did the DNT go? I would say it went very well. Yeah. Because last time I, like, I ran the... I got lost... But to the second time <laughs> I came back, I like I want to smash it. <laughs> so for those listening, DNT Drakensberg Norman Thank you. Trail. Yeah, yes. Thank sorry, you. sorry, Davy. I'm sorry. trying to figure it out. <laughs> and then UTD Ultra Trail Drakensberg. Okay. okay. What distances did you do? It's a 42 race. The it's 42 kilometers. Yeah. The f- okay. Yeah. Nice. DNT. Yeah. Is that the one that you you won? Yeah. Yes. This one. So you you weren't gonna tell us that. Uh, you were just gonna say, yeah, it went very well. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I would say it went very well. <laughs> So you won that one. Was that your first win in a in a race like that? Yeah, it was my first biggest race to to win it. That's exciting. Yeah, it, yeah, it was exciting for uh, because I've been like training for three years, yeah. like, not winning the biggest yeah. races. Well, it was yeah. like my first race to biggest race to win. So now you must believe that you've got what it takes yeah. to to take on these big races. I do believe, man. And so <laughs> you fantastic. say mainly you've been doing forty twos. Yeah. Um, are you planning on going, you know, longer? Uh, I did the the fifty mile, the Kaku fifty mile. Okay. Oh, so you did Kaku. I did the Kaku fifty mile and uh, second place. No, I I came fifth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. And now I hear that you've also gone into coaching as well. So you you the assistant coach at Live to Run. Am, yeah. I, am I correct? Yeah, I am the assistant coach because like 
when you run as, as an athlete, you, you want to give it away what you have to, yes. the, to the young ones. Yeah. You don't have to like, just hold it on your own. <laughs> just give it away <laughs> to the young ones to, to see what you are learning. Is, it's like you can see to somebody, let's yeah. say, okay, what I'm learning, there's, some, like, there's someone that's achieving what I'm like, I'm giving to him. You can pass that yeah, on. I, I can pass that on, yeah. And that must, be, that must feel nice for, for Coach Beckham to see someone that he has coached become the young coach and now coach someone else that must feel very fulfilling for you yeah 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 it is because you know what miss lindy taught us is that you need to be like a channel yes. yeah whatever that you receive you need to be able to to give to it pass it yeah, on to pass it on to to, to the people that are following Brilliant. you or to other people as well so that wow so yeah. i mean speaking of miss lindy i think it's i think it's time we bring her into the conversation don't you guys think <laughs> I, I think, think she's so been sitting too. on the side yeah, yeah just, yeah, just yeah. Uh, <laughs> hand gesturing <laughs> i think signals. she's very excited so let's bring <laughs> lindy on the conversation <laughs> So, Miss Lindy, Lindy, <laughs> we have you on the mic now, so you can tell us a little bit more about yourself. And perhaps the way to start is you're the founder of Live to Run. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it. Wow. That's a very broad question. <laughs> a little bit. Just a little snippet. In 30 we're, seconds. We're going to unpack it. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I am obviously a runner, and I think a way to sort of tagline it would be purpose to passion. Um, I was obviously a runner myself, um, did a lot of cross country, a lot of road running, did biathlon, triathlon, uh, was involved in all that. And yeah, I think like Beckham as well, I got to a stage where I was like, I think I've done this for myself and I'd like to actually now make it happen for others. So I think in a nutshell to start, that's that's kind of that, what happened. That's fantastic. And I mean, live. Tell us a little bit about Live as a foundation for the listeners that don't know about it, because I think awesome. obviously there's there's a lot that people can learn about the foundation, and I mean, mm. with our listeners, hopefully someone can come through and even support the foundation in a way, yeah. any way, shape, or form. For sure. Um, so let's give them a bit of background on Live. Uh, I'd love to do that. Um, so I came to Live Village about seven and seven and a half years ago. Um, I'm actually an accountant by degree, so I came in and was working in the finance department doing the sort of buying and distribution of food and groceries. Um, so Live Village is a cluster foster care space where we receive kids from the Department of Social Development into a place of safety and we have about 180 kids living on the village at the moment oh. and the kids are placed in a home with a foster mother and um, yeah, they're cared for. There's a school on the village, there's a health care a medical facility on the village and the offices and the marketing and the finance department are also on the village so we we really like uh-huh. i say to people it's kind of like a, a mini estate yeah in uh Matlabatini. <laughs> it does feel like it when you go in it's like they they take your your, your details you got a security, a security and you yeah. drive into this beautiful village which yes. is it's a very great it's an awesome setup yeah and i mean how does it all happen uh, financially wise is it a lot of support from the communities around you is it privatized how does that work no it's not privatized so Basically, uh, the village was actually funded by the government, so okay. the actual structure, the, the, the buildings and things. But the, the running and the operations of the village is done purely by donations and support. So it is a super stressful um, <laughs> space. And specifically, obviously, ha- having navigated the sort of two, two and a half years going through COVID um, yeah. was very hectic for the village itself. So Live to Run itself is a department of Live Village. So that's how we fit in. And we are based in the school. So we sit at the school and then we work 
with uh, we sit with the other sports coaches of Live Village School, but we're actually a separate department. So as the founder, I am also the fundraiser. So I fundraise my own salary, Beckham's salary and Snowwheel's salary, as well as our department budget. So we don't actually financially draw any money from the wow. village. Wow. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> it's, so it's a totally a, separate entity almost. Pretty much, yeah. Um, we, we're seen as a non-core, a non-core, what can yeah, happen? Yeah, is that a yeah. non-core part of the village you know the clothing and the feeding of the children is the core vision unfortunately uh, nice to have a nice to have almost yeah but you, but you are basically an asa affiliated yes, we running are. club yes we are and is it only in verulam or is it also is it spread across the country or how does it how does that work at the moment we actually seem to be exploding so okay <laughs> Amazing. so um yeah i mean that is that is almost the role of a visionary is to yes. try and see the big picture and then how do how do the sort of small parts fit into the big picture so we are at this stage um you know when you pioneer something things are constantly changing you know you, you, what is the bigger vision what is the bigger picture mm. where are we actually going what are we actually doing I mean, we've been in track and field, we've done road running, we've done comrades, and we've actually now settled on cross-country and trail running. So that is what we focused on. Uh, we're also in partnership with Salomon South Africa, Brilliant. who have been incredible. And clearly. I think <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly. The guys in the studio way we are kitted, kitted out, out by Salomon. <laughs> Head to toe. Um, so they're incredible, and it's been just really amazing to work with an organization that really shares the same heart as us, which is to really empower the whole person. It's not just about the running. Mm. Um, we, yeah, there's some exciting stuff in the pipeline. I'll say, watch this space. Awesome. Can't, can't give anything away for we'll now. We'll definitely be following <laughs> it, and then yeah. as we get the information, we're going to be feeding it on to yeah. our listeners. Uh, but I mean, it must, like you said, it mm. must be highly stressful. It is. Yeah. And I mean, how do you deal with the everyday struggles? I mean, Mm. Sinabuyo's struggles of, say, not having RD so he couldn't enter races. I mean, that yeah. must be just another thing that you deal with on a day-to-day basis. I mean, what yeah. are other examples of issues that you deal with, with your athletes in particular, that wouldn't necessarily be normal issues that every day other clubs would would run into? Yeah, I think um, I think I was actually chatting to the Pantani coach at mm-hmm. the cross country on Saturday, and we were just discussing the level of input it takes to raise one athlete. You know, and I think there's there's very few people that understand what it takes to actually just bring up one or grow one athlete or develop one athlete. It's it's an incredible amount of work that goes on behind the scenes. And you you know, an athlete can't run if stuff's not okay at home. You know, an athlete can't run if they can't transport themselves to to training. Yeah. And so you're really looking after the whole the whole person. You know, um, there's so much that affects. Your running, it's not, you know, your mental state, your, yeah. your, your nutrition, your, your injuries, your access to opportunity. And then also just uh, a lot of the kids that we work with have had absolutely no conditioning. So it takes us, you know, coach works with the kids and it takes us about two years to actually just develop an athlete to, to you know, just proprioceptors, yeah. uh, um, uh, strength, <laughs> conditioning. A As a buyer, I'm sure you understand. Yeah, no, it's it's a hell of a job what you're doing. Yeah. And I mean, we see it on a small scale, like mm. I was mentioning to you with with the sponsored runners that we have at our club. And I'm, I mean, I personally find the biggest difficulty on our end is is mostly transport. Yes, I mean, we're not is. we're not dealing with children, so we're dealing Very with much. grown ups who generally are have a, have a home, they have work, mm. but. It's the the transport it's that's the big biggest one. issue. It so, is. and if they don't have transport, they can't get to training. So now you're relying yeah. on them to doing the training by themselves, and now mm. trying to get them to places and from places. Yes. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's a big administrative nightmare. It is. It is. And I can only imagine from your end <laughs> when you are dealing with. 
a whole bunch of, of, yeah. of children that have other problems on top of that as well. Yeah. It's just an added stress. So yeah. let me ask you the question, and, and it's a question that we ask a lot of the coaches that come on the podcast, and it's related to underprivileged children in South Africa, the potential of running, yes. and how we as South African coaches or um, you know, running clubs, we're not tapping into that potential fully. Definitely. Why is that? I mean, we, we've talked about the barriers. Mm. Now that we know the barriers, why aren't more people like you putting forward the time and the work? Is it just, it's just too much time, too much effort? No, I think there's a lack of knowledge. I think there's an absolute uh, ignorance of, and, and the gap between guys living, say, for instance, in Ndwedwe and someone living in Simbiti. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the geographical distance. I'm talking about the, the life distance. Yeah. It's too yeah. big. And so people living in Simbiti have absolutely no idea what's happening with someone living in Ndwedwe. And someone in Ndwedwe has absolutely no idea yeah. what it is to live yeah. in Simbiti. And so the, the, the gap there is just too wide and you can't, you can't bridge it. And yeah. so people often say to me, um, like, what do you do? And I say, I'm a bridge. <laughs> because you're trying, to bridge, you're trying to bridge the gap between people and you're trying to bring people together. Bring the communities together. Yeah, and I, and I call it common unity or community when there's common oh. unity. And so you want to. <laughs> I love so that. So you want to. We we call it. Um, uh, there's another f- a phrase for it, which is pretty cool. It's called uh, proximity. You got to create spaces of proximity where you can be proximate because we pretty much live together. Yeah. Twenty four seven. I mean, you can see. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can try sushi for the first yeah. time today. <laughs> I don't think he was given the choice. Was, that yeah. looked pretty forced. Good, good point. Good point. <laughs> and, uh, well, actually, we actually have a video of it. Yeah. At the end of it, he, he was struggling to pick it up with the chopsticks. So <laughs> Lindy had it in her chopsticks, and he had his chopsticks stuck in the same piece of sushi, and you could somehow the sushi just over. ended in the mouth. Yeah. You got the sense that you guys were. Comfortable with each other. Yeah, no, he, he didn't like it though. No, he did he not. He said he'll never have it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, Sinabuya might have to try. But we might have to no, go live. The, bu- the bullet doesn't like uh, the bullet. stepping the out of his comfort zone. Sometimes I like to take a little walk break up a steep hill just to make sure I keep my heart rate down. You know, another thing that makes my heart rate race though is when I get really poor customer service. Cool Ideas pride themselves on their customer service and they've been voted number one ISP in South Africa for the last two years running. Hold on, let me just paint a picture here. So Live Village. Yeah. Do you guys stay at Live Village or how does that work? No, uh, we stay in the, just the local community around the village. Around the village. Yeah, I stayed oh. in Mashabatin and Snowview stays in Mona. And then where does uh, Live to Run train from? The village. The, the village, village itself. Yes. So yes. anybody can rock up at the village and train with you guys? No, no. Nope. <laughs> so just to paint the picture a little bit clearer. So the, the village is seen as a place of safety. So there's, we, are, we are governed by the Department of Social Development. So that's why you have to, secu- you have to go through a security check okay. on your way in. So we are under government mm. to, to protect the children that, that live there. So okay. I, I live and work at the village as a staff member. Okay, so you live at the village. Yeah, so okay. I've been living there for seven years now. And then uh, these guys travel in from the community and our offices on the village. And then we train on the Live Village School grounds. Okay. So, and, yeah. and Coach Beckham, when, when did you join Lindy at Live? I joined uh, Live to Run at in 2020 okay yeah i can still remember the date and time (laughs) (laughs) 
Was it and sunny or overcast? It was sunny. It was okay. in the morning. Sunny with it was a good day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and when you joined, you you went straight into head coach position, or was was there a coach there? Or <laughs> Should they hire you because you were Coach Beckham? They were like, this guy, this guy knows. <laughs> you know, uh, before uh, there was a, a guy coaching uh, okay. Pilani, yeah, Pilani Majola. He was the coach of Leeds Run. We met with Lindy through, he, through, okay. through him, yeah. So we were in Salka games, in uh, the, just the provincial games yeah. in Peter Marisbeck. So me and Coach Pilani, we grew up together. We went to the same school, coached uh, by the same coach. So yeah, when he came to the side, as Miss Lindy said, that they wanted to expand uh, Live to Run. Mm. So yeah, I was in mm. a position to go in, in, to live Lanseria in Joburg. Okay. Yeah, because there's wow. another uh, village in Lanseria. Okay. Yeah, there are other villages. Oh, yeah. we, you must tell us about those yeah. other villages. <laughs> we'll get on to that. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I was about to go there and then... Because now we wanted to expand this team first. So, yeah, we had a satellite in, in uh, we were about to open another club in, 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 in Duetwe. Okay. Yeah, before yeah. the one that Snowview has, uh, is leading there. So we were to open that one and then COVID hits. So everything like, yeah. yeah like so I said, struggle yeah. town. Yeah. yeah. So I ended up not going to Johannesburg and then I was just uh, here. And then uh, Coach Pilani got another job, one of the schools here in Palito. Um, I actually, Lali. I actually know Pilani. Um, Lali, I yeah. was wondering if it was the same guy that, yeah, yeah. he's at Um Shali. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. brilliant. And I mean, talking about the community, right? You, you obviously a big mentor to to these athletes, and that's that's a big that's a goal of yours that you had going into coaching, knowing that you would have that opportunity. Yeah. Do you think? coming from that background it allows you to to have a better understanding of what they're going through and and offer them opportunities to get out of their daily life situations you know it's difficult for someone say like we mentioned you know someone that lives in Zambiti I know we're using Zambiti as an example so you know (laughs) let's call it Belito in general because the greater Belito you know it's it's hard for them to relate Mm. and like you're saying it's that that sense of distance. So for someone like you coming from that community, do you find that for those athletes, it is easier to sort of follow you and, and find you as a mentor? Uh, I'd say you need to gain uh, their trust first because I think it was a very quick switch over from being an athlete straight to being a, a coach and like a parent slash parent because mm. I'm also a parent to those kids. Yeah. So now mm. to convince them that, athletics or running can shape your life you know so working with the snow for you being there for them as well so it makes everything more easier for yeah. me as well yeah so that i can relate that okay now you've seen snow Vuyo's movie and yes. i know i may not know all your backgrounds because some kids there are some new kids and they are shy so they cannot like always tell what's going on so you can yeah. but as an adult and as someone who has been there sometime before so i can see sometimes and miss lindy helps me a lot as he's also like a, an elder in, yeah. in the, on the club elder. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> from wisdom wisdom my, wisdom. Age, my <laughs> age is popping out yeah. so, wow. um, so how many i'm kids? the elder of the club <laughs> <laughs> the experience okay. shining through yeah. how many kids are we talking about a, a part of the club we, we we've got like three teams uh, so to say, yeah, to to put it in that way, we've got. I mean, let me start with the snow wheels. We've got the the, the other bullets, <laughs> mini up, bullets. Yeah, yeah. So we've got the like elite team. Those those guys are the ones that 
are the ambassadors of the club, a role model of the young ones. So they like running is uh, their first uh, priority, uh, to, so to say. And we've got a team. A team are people, uh, are athletes that have said, you know what, I'm choosing running, not other in the sporting codes. I'm just choosing running and I want to be like an elite athlete one day. And then we've got B team. Mm. B team are the juniors. So the ones that they are not sure yet. So they train less days a week. They train like three days a week. Okay. So we give them time or space to go to other sporting codes mm. on the other days because we don't want to like focus them more into running yeah because yeah we also develop some uh, fundamental skills with the kids so if the kid is good at like throwing catching okay. then so we know where we were to divert that kid to, to you know other sporting codes if they are good at like passing dribbling because we sometimes play soccer as the yeah. athlete yeah so if they the athletes love that more than running so then because we've got another sport at the live village so we can maybe able to assist that athlete we know do wanna like keep athletes in the long run that would say you know what i've wasted four years of my life running yeah. uh, i'm good at soccer so in that way so yeah we've got different teams uh, and how many kids are at the village i don't think we answered that it's about 180. 180. So, so, so how it works is sorry to interrupt you but yeah. how it works is live to run will feed off that pool of 180 kids as your running club we actually, uh, it's, it's changed a lot. Originally, when I started about five years ago, I worked with a lot of kids on the village, but sport is actually thriving at the village at the moment. And we're finding that a lot of the actual village kids are now trying team sports. So most of our kids are actually from the local community wow. at currently. And then um, I, I think Beckham will carry on just explaining all the teams. But we, yeah, we work with the kids on in the community. And then we also have the uh, uh, strength training group, mm. which so Bubs actually runs mm. with the moms. Mm. with the foster mm. moms mm. so the kids from the community outside of village can yes. come do yes this. so that is specifically arranged via security so okay. they, they okay. their names are down at security and then beckham walks them home yeah. after training okay. and then but then talking about live to run in specific you mm. said you mentioned that not anyone can just come run with live to run so we select you, you you select yes so you take the kids that you have you select to become part of the running program mm. Also, the um, outside community, or is that just... So we, there's many places we talent spot. So we talent spot at some of the local cross-country stuff. Okay. We talent spot at, we, we have KZN trail running race at the village with Live to Run, uh, I think it's the 15th of October this year. Okay. Uh, so we talent spotted there. We, we basically just forever... Scouting. Scouting. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So it's, it's a really next, select group of runners. Yeah, and we also, with, with Snowboyo's team, we actually held like a bit of a, like a trial with, with a school up there. And so we, we, we invited via a connection at one of the schools there, we invited a, a massive pack of kids. We asked for a specific age group because we, we find if we get athletes too old, it's very difficult to develop mm. them. So we're trying to sort of grab get the kids younger between ones, yeah. 12 yeah. Well, and that's 14. What I wanted to ask, is there sort of like an age limit to the kids that come into your... No, no, there's so, not. Okay. Um, we, do, we, we have, as we've learned along the way, we definitely don't try and convert any comrades runners anymore. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> So we try <laughs> once a comrades runner, always a comrades runner. <laughs> we can't get them off the road. So yeah, as we said, and and the pure reason for that is we we cannot support a com. We when we do things, we want to do them well, mm. and so that's why we've decided to really uh, focus trail, on yeah. on trail and cross country mm. because 
you know, I'm I'm the only driver at the moment. The guys are busy getting their driver's licenses, but we we literally driving every weekend to cross countries, to camps, to here, to there. So we we don't want to spread ourselves so thin that we don't do anything well. And one of our values at the club is excellence. So we mm. want to do things with excellence. Well, I'll tell um, you what, you guys are doing a yeah. flipping incredible so job. Yeah. A very important question yeah. is anyone listening, how can how can you know how can other people help? You know, yeah. Live Village, Live to Run, I think, yeah. in specific, because obviously yeah. you guys, you know, are, are seen as a nice to have, yes. us being a running podcast, you yeah. know, if, if we were to focus on how can somebody listening help uh, Live to Run and help the yes. team, you know, how can they go about doing that? Yeah, so just, just before, I'm glad I remembered this, just before, I just wanted to pick up on something you said earlier, that you said that we, you can see we all get along and we're all close, yes. and I want to just pick up on that and say that, I've always said to the guys, I don't want us to just be a club. Like yeah. we, we, there's, there's, there's many clubs out there and, you, and why start another club? And so one of the things that we've really fought very hard for is, is unity between us, the three of us, because we are the leadership of, of the club essentially. And so we protect our unit very, very well. And we, if there's issues, we, we sort them out and we speak them out. So it's very important because everything flows from the head down. Mm. So whatever we carry, we pass on to the kids. And so we represent, it goes down into them. So we as a, as a, as a leadership team, it's the three of us basically, yeah. we really, and we, we like a proper family. We fight about stuff, we get over it, we move on, we, we talk about stuff. So we're really fighting for that element of it so that we can raise not only an athlete, but a whole person. You guys um, are fantastic role yeah. models yeah. to those kids <laughs> in your care. Honestly, yeah. Um, yeah. They, they are so fortunate to have people like you that have the knowledge and, and the passion. Yeah. I mean, the passion that it takes, and it's it's such a thankless task as well to, yeah. to be doing. You know, it's yes, you get a lot of reward out of it, and it's fantastic, but it, it, it goes through so many tough times. I can only imagine. Yeah. But wow, guys. And I mean, for Sina Vuyo to, to be a part of the team, Entering the team, entering the picture from live, and and yeah. being one of those kids that has now grown into the position of you know leadership and and mentorship, it's mm. it's an incredible story. And what you guys are doing is spot on. I can only hope that you're able to grow it the way that you want to grow it yeah. into all the other communities. Because yeah. I mean, even when I went to come and watch the the, the Gajima premiere, the community that was there, I mean, mm, they were amazing. so pumped you <laughs> they, you should have heard those guys yeah, eh? they, were, they, they eh? were so stoked and then yeah. they were they were like questioning things and they were asking this guy when are you gonna go and run the greatest race when are you gonna go and run comrades and yeah. everyone's like hold on hold on hold on <laughs> but when are you writing a book yeah when are you writing a book <laughs> they were getting so pumped and it's just yeah. amazing the work that you're doing for that yeah. entire community and i can only hope that you're able to expand that into into other neighbor neighbor yeah. i mean within deadway i mean you have such talent coming from that area as well. I mean, it's known for its long-distance running pro-less, should we yeah, say. Those so, guns, yeah, those new the racing snakes. Yeah, that, so uh, <laughs> I'm excited to chat a little bit about that when we when we get yeah. to Nawiya back on the mic. But yeah. yeah, just tell us a bit about if someone does want to help. Yeah, and just to also add, uh, to pick up on, on something earlier as well, just to say um, I didn't want to sort of offend anyone by saying that people are, are, don't, 
know what's going on on the other side and mm-hmm. it's it's not because i've actually been absolutely blown away at people's hearts to be involved it's not that people don't want to be involved or don't want to go into those places it's that people haven't created spaces of, of proximity mm-hmm. because that's where you get to know on a close on a close level um how, how somebody else's life is and it's very hard to cross the, the, the distance if there isn't a, a space of proximity. And that is what is so beautiful about the village is we all get to live together. Yeah. I get to live together with 40 other staff that live on the village and I can literally put my hand up my window and touch my neighbor's wall. You know? <laughs> so it's, it's that education though, like you said. Really it's beautiful, just, yeah. You know, just making that awareness and getting yeah. people aware of it. I think, you know, you know, as you said, the moment people are aware of it, they, they'll do yeah anything to help but also but not not just mentally aware but yeah. to actually experience the proximity of being next to somebody else and and living close to their life mm. that is that is what's missing in south africa i feel at the moment yeah. uh, uh, there are spaces where it's happening but not enough and so yeah as live to run uh, you said how can people get involved i think one of the things that i've really been trusting for is just human resource actually because the three of us are, are just going for it you know <laughs> Like, so is there space on your team? Is that <laughs> yes, what you're yes. saying? Just, I've actually brought two more guys on board just to, and we meet with them once a week now. The first person is Chester Koyana. He's, he's living up here. I'm not sure if anyone's heard of him. He actually w- used to work at the village. So I've brought him on. Um, so we spend literally a whole day on a Monday just doing team building and sort of investing into each other as people. And then another guy called Bruce Wilson. So the two of them basically meet up with us on, on a Monday. And, and so that's just bringing in a little bit of reinforcements. So oh, when we make extra. big decisions like, guys, what do you think of this? And Chester and Bruce really carry different gifts. So it's super helpful for me to just have sounding boards to, yeah, to make decisions. Yeah, ideas off of people. Yeah, so one of the decisions that we've made lately is up until now, people have contacted me and said, hey, we want to be part of the team. Uh, we want to join because obviously we registered with KZN Athletics. Mm. And so up until now, we've only been a development team. So we, we only work with development athletes, which means they don't pay for their licenses. They don't pay for club kit. They don't really pay for anything. don't pay mm. for transport. We as a club support them in totality. So I've, I've, I've been trying to figure out like, how do I, how do I, you know, what do I do? How do I see the bigger picture on this? And so what we've done now is we've started something called the Live to Run Champions membership. So you're like a champion. So you champion, championing mm. on the rest, <laughs> the rest of the <laughs> So basically that membership now is, is not a development membership. It's a champion membership. And so what you do is you pay 200 rand a month. So we've opened up our own SnapScan uh, barcode. And so then people, because people don't just want to be part of a running club. They actually mm. want to be part of a bigger story. Mm. And Correct. so it's okay. really kicked off from Snowyo's movie where people are like, hey, man, we want, I'm, I'm literally getting emails and getting messages like every week of people that want to be involved. <laughs> That's, That's so what I'm cool. saying. There's no lack of, of heart out there. It's incredible. And so they wanted to be involved. So what we're doing is saying, okay, well, if you want to be part of the club, then you can be on the champ. If you can afford to, you can be on the champions membership. You pay 200 rand a month. So the first couple of months, it goes to paying off your annual license and your club kit. And after that, you're actually supporting someone in the club that can't afford to be a member. That's brilliant. So having said that, we had an amazing guy called James in Joburg uh, through a friend who's now launching Live to Run Joburg. And the entire membership is going to be Live to Run Champion. So he's got about. Yes. <laughs> so we and I are flying to Joburg on Thursday, this Thursday. 
Um, and we're launching at Wanderers Club on, on Thursday evening, Live to Run Joburg, and they're expecting about 100 people at 200 and a month. So we're expecting... Wow, guys. Hopefully... That's uh, that's amazing. To get around 20,000 rand a month in sustainable. Yeah. The big thing is sustainable income. Yeah. You know, you can't Just plan, you can't survive with these like yeah. chunks that are coming in or not coming exactly, in. Yeah. So you we've been trying to look of t- uh, basically look for a way to to do get sustainable and and that's kind of what and then we've had guys this side saying hey we want to and I was like okay well we've got this champions membership mm. if you're interested they said yes please we'd love to but yeah we're still working out all the details of like you being part of the club but what are we you know what how can you actually be involved so yeah. we are looking at sort of being more involved on the north coast uh, specifically with Holler Trails so we are going to have a space there where guys can come to the you know, Salomon are running a weekly time trial there on a Tuesday. I think, is it slow Tuesday? I yeah. think after the after yeah. COVID, it's slow Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> 5.30, yeah. So That's we're going to be coming through every second Tuesday for that, for the rest of this year, uh, possibly more so next year. And so guys that are part of the Champions membership can come and be part of, physically part of mm, the club, um, the club that That's side. And, so where, and where can we find and the... And meet the guys that they're actually supporting. <laughs> yes. And where can we find the Zappa... Um, I haven't actually snap launched scan? it this time. <laughs> snap scan? <laughs> it's a snap scan, yeah. <gasps> yeah. Damn it. Yeah, Zappa, 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 Zappa doesn't... <laughs> no, it works. So basically the reason I went to snap scan, Zappa doesn't o- offer a monthly recurring option at the moment. Okay. So huh. with Snapscan, you can download the app and you just tick you commit to 25th it, um, on the month every yeah. month. You have to download Snapscan. <laughs> so, yeah, we literally, this is like fresh off the press. Um, we're just launching in Joburg. We literally haven't even wow, launched guys. in KZN yet. So that's unbelievable. <laughs> um, that's brilliant. You know, that's, so, that sponsor, sponsorship or championing program is, mm. is such a smart idea, to be yeah. honest. It's, yeah. you know, we've also with our local running club, we've been looking mm. about you know, how can we support the sponsored runners program mm. or how can we tear it into like you guys doing like having an elite, you know, a secondary batch and then just like a regular sponsorship that, mm. you know, you get your club kit and your race is paid for, but like yeah. your elite guys are fully taken care of. But, yeah. you know, a, a championing program, there's there's mm. many guys that would be wanting from the club, you know, to, mm. to be a part of that and knowing that that's going directly towards yeah. supporting the other yeah. runners. That's yeah. It's a and fantastic we want, idea. We want people to really feel part of it. So, yeah. you know, from, from KZN side, uh, you know, the guys can come join join us running and meet some That's of the guys at Holler. Cool. Joburg side, they, they're setting up a group there. They, they're a bunch of mates, basically, <laughs> that run together. And we're going to be, at this stage, you know, there, there is a live uh, Lanceria. You asked okay. about the other yes. villages. But a live to run doesn't really come about until the, 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 the sort of groundbreaker or the champion well, person y- arrives. You also need, <laughs> you need a Lindy Sinawuyo and Coach Beckham. Pretty much, yeah, yeah pretty much. Go, so. And it's it's tough because, and it's not a it's not an easy thing to find, you know, because we had someone there and and they sort of were there two or three years and then and then stopped. So that that thing tests you, you know. Yeah. Um. So when people come to me to say we've got a guy at the moment in Grahamstown at Live Grahamstown who wants to sort of live to run, so we we're starting the process with him, but we really try and sort of go at a slow pace to see if he's really. The right guy. The right person. And do you really, really want to do this? Because passion is really key. Yeah. Because the word passion means willing to die for, literally. So oh. 
If you're passionate about something, it's, it demands it demands all your life, really. You guys are certainly passionate <laughs> about what you're doing. That's for that's for sure. Yeah. And and as you said, it's, it is demanding it's your whole very, life. It is, yeah. You, but you put it all in. <laughs> but what you're getting out is, is far greater than anything yeah. quantifiable. Yeah. So well, that's another one of our values is legacy. So we we hope to leave a legacy. Yeah, yeah. you certainly are doing that, guys. <laughs> I want to bring the conversation back to Sinovuyo. Uh, the the center man in Gijima. Gijima. <laughs> what? Gujami. It's Gijima. Gijima. Yeah. It's Gijima. Gijima. It means run. It means run. to run. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was very good. All right. So tell me, what are you talking about when you talk about running? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, yo. <laughs> That's it. Well, when you talk about running, because uh, sure. it's simple and complicated. Yeah. Am I not sure. stealing your words here? Yeah. I, I can <laughs> see you're trying to steal my words. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, uh, for those of you listening, that is how the movie starts. This, those are the words of Sinovuyo. So, he, he, he breaks down about how running can be simple mm. and how running can be complicated. Yeah. But nonetheless, you absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, I grew up running. I always love running. It's part of my life. So there's no, there's no way around. No so other tell way. me, where, where are we going to with this running? Where, what's, what's next for Sinovuyo? Hey, uh, I want to see Sinovuyo in some big races. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to travel somewhere, travel to, to the other worlds. Uh-huh. I want to see the, my limits of, like, of running, how it's, it's, it's going to go far. Uh-huh. I want to leave a legacy to, to the other ones like growing behind me. Fantastic. I want like, to inspire the young ones who, who come the, from the background I came from because like, we, uh, as I say in my movie, we come from a different like, background. Yeah. So I know like, maybe my background is not bad, it's not bad as other ones, but like, we come it's, from... Uh, it was pretty tough. Yeah, it was, mm. tough. It was so, tough. So, so coach, what do you think is the limit for this guy? Uh, it's hard to tell. <laughs> it's hard to say. <laughs> It is hard to say. No I think limit. maybe this is going to be the Iliad Kipchoke of the mountains. You reckon? Hey, right? you got it. I think you so, heard yeah. it here first. The uh, mountain bullet. The mountain one. So, so, know, so Ryan Sands, beware. That's all I'm going to say. Okay? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> well, uh, hey. <laughs> he's got the talent. Yeah. Hey, he's got the passion. If we're comparing him to Kipchoge... Hey. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. He's got the work, yeah, the work ethic, and his mind is on it. His mind is strong. Yeah, because that's, that's uh, all you I mean, need. To be honest, when we were down at Otter, Miss mm. Lindy was like, "I don't think he will come. I don't think he will finish. I don't think." But at the back of her mind, he says again, uh, "Bullet is gonna come now." I'm like, "Which is which?" <laughs> you know? Yeah. He, you you, you I was sometimes about the river. <laughs> <laughs> I would also be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's sometimes where you think, okay, I don't think this guy can do this, and then it's it's the easiest thing that he had ever done. You know, he does it. Yeah, so he just does it easy. So yeah, it's it's hard to tell if he's got any limits. I think only time will tell. But yeah, I mean, in those images when you were finishing, you you looked like you just started. Yeah, you looked fresh. You smiled. You were done. Funny enough, halfway mark. We like calling him, come, here's water, have some water, have something to, to, to eat. And he says like, no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm going. 
said the other athletes are leaving. He said, yeah, but they all <laughs> came through the water station. You, you're just going off. And then he's like, you know, I'm fine. And then, yeah, we forced him to take some potatoes. And then he just, he only took potatoes. I think, I don't know if it was like two or three. And then he just and went he was, off. And he went off. He was, he was fine. So, so yeah. So we know he's got a strong mind. Uh, how's, how strong is your mind? Uh, tell me, uh, are you going to get back to running soon? Because I'm hearing Lindy here. She's she's saying that you haven't gone for a while. Eh? <laughs> we saw that running gate today. I said, run easy. You were like, run? Uh, run easy. You didn't know what was the difference between a 10K pace, 400 meter pace or a slow pace. Uh, well, yeah, I've been lazy myself. You've been uh, lazy. Yeah, huh? I've been lazy. But yeah, I think, yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> At least he can admit it. <laughs> Yeah, my last race was in was in April. Yeah, UTD. Oh, you did UTD. Yes, so. I did UTD <laughs> for the first time. I've race. been lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I just did UTD. Yeah, I did UTD at 30, 32 kilometers. Yeah, yeah. I came position six. Okay. okay. Yeah, overall, and it was my first longest distance ever. Yeah. As our my background in trails. Four hundred meters to thirty-two k. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, and what I liked about trails, and I, I mean, it was like yeah, uh, from the track to trails. Because I haven't done so much in the road, mm. it was the the jogs and the other uh, training. So I think trails are there to test your mind For if sure. you can be able to you know to go beyond your limits or to reach a certain height, you know, in in believing as well. So I think yeah, they challenge you a lot. They challenge you a lot. One day, uh, these guys invited me before I joined Live to Run to a camp in Trakensberg. So we ran from. Monk's cow to blind man's corner. And yeah, for the first okay. time, it was like I don't know, it was 12 kilometers up, up the sphinx, around the sphinx, yeah, it's yeah, hectic. up and down 12. So, yeah, it tests you a lot, and that got me thinking, you know what, I want to do more of the trails because I, I could believe in myself that you know what, I can do it. And running the 32 mm. also made me believe I can do the 42 now. So okay. I'm I'm hoping after the 42 kilometers that uh, I will be running. I don't know when, but yeah, okay. uh, soon. I think yeah, I'll be able to run the 50 miler okay. as this guy did. You know, from a 21 straight to 80 kilometers. So so I think Coach Sinovuyo over here needs to put you on a plan and make sure that you have a goal to get to because it sounds like a lot of I must do this and I must do this. But you know, you said the mind is strong. Hey, you yeah. gotta just stick to it and do it. So, Coach, please. Help Coach Beckham here. The guys already got it. Okay, <laughs> all right. They already right. got it because, like, I always like try to hold him on to come, come and train with me. Sometimes he <laughs> comes. Sometimes it's a mission. It's a mission. It was once when we do we did the long run together, and then the guy was out. <laughs> when he came back for, from the long run, he was like. I need something to eat now. now. <laughs> <laughs> it was done. It was done. I was up and down at his house. Where's food, man? So, so next time we do a podcast, I wanna, I wanna hear the story of how you've come back now and you've come to your fifty miler, hundred miler distance, dark, sure. dark places in the head, and you've gotten through them and you've, you stuck by it. Okay. Sure. 50, yeah, that's what I wanna hear. The fifty mile, the jumping stage, man. You need to like maybe improve in the points. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> the realistic. So, Sinobuyo, Gijima. Yes. Did I have a rat? Gijima. Yes, yes man. All right. Um, to me. <laughs> tell me, over and above the impact, the immediate impact that it's had on your life, how is it impacting your life going forward? Miss Lindy here is telling us some, some great stories of what's coming next. Um, where, where is that going? I hear you're going into public speaking now. 
the movie has impacted a lot in my life. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, You're getting uh, onto flats for the first time. For, yeah, man, for the first time flying to to the to Cape, Cape, Town. To Cape Town. Yes, sir. To speak to to the people. <laughs> speak <laughs> to, to the people of Sunlam. Of the Sunlam. <laughs> <laughs> That's a small company, eh? <laughs> I've never heard of them. Sure, never heard of Sunlam. So yeah. Straight to the top. <laughs> <laughs> it's like aeroplane just straight to the top. <laughs> ah, well done. Well done, man. Right? Yeah. And are you excited? I am excited. I'm excited because I, I always want to share my life with the people. So talking to the people is one of the things that I, I want to share. How far have I come? Well, yeah. Uh, it's it's Miss Lindy's uh, whole speech of community, right? Yeah. yeah. You're bringing a community to them. I'm trying to bring the community together, man. Sure. And you are an incredible <laughs> You guys individual. are all doing such a great job. You guys are all job. incredible. Guys, it's, it's been so fantastic to have you on here with us today. Thank I you. I think, yeah, it's, it's gobsmacking. I mean, you can, you can, I would 100% recommend everybody that listens to this goes it's and only watches. 14 minutes long. It's 14 guys. minutes it, it, long. It grips you. And it's just, it, it's, it really is a must-see. And it's also great to just put a, a face behind these voices that yeah. you heard here today because <laughs> there are some very friendly faces. <laughs> and we, we really look forward to, to seeing this team grow uh, across the country and doing the fantastic work that you're doing. Just thank you so much to what you're doing for runners all over the country. You, you're, you're a true inspiration. We really look forward to seeing where you guys go. Um, we'll also be post- posting the champion... Um, initiative or the what do we refer to it again as? It's the champions membership to the, live to run. The champions once membership has all the details yeah. Uh, yeah, for, it, for us. Once I've caught up with my admin, <laughs> yes, we'll put that through because that is really such a great way to support. Thank you. But we can't wait to see where this goes, guys. And, yeah. and thank you for everything that you're doing to the running community. Yeah. All the best. And just to say, in the meantime, um, we do, do we do post everything on social media, so it's kind of like a visual diary. Uh-huh. So and that social live, is lived with the number two run dot south africa at live to run dot south africa yeah there it is guys this episode of making a runner was proudly brought to you by cool ideas if you're tired of getting to run around with your current internet service provider and would like to feel valued as a customer make sure to check them out on www.coolideas.co.za this is the top tip i'll leave you with today once again guys thank you so much for listening to another episode of making a runner if you enjoy this podcast, you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Music, and Radio Life and Style. And don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram at Making a Runner to follow the journey of our guests and our podcast and catch up on the latest news. Bye for now. Cheers, guys. Cheers.